Hi everybody, Charlie Lambden here. Welcome to the first five facts on Friday video, which I'm planning to try and do every week and where I'm going to take the top five relevant points from the week that are all factual points to just update you on what's happening in the housing market. This is an experiment and um, I would love your feedback. Please tell me wherever you're watching this, tell me in the comments below. Was that good? Was it worthwhile or not? Um, because why am I doing this? There is too much news for me to, to do the videos on. I, some people struggle for video content. I have the opposite problem. There is too much content to talk about and not enough time to do it. So this is my attempt at also condensing this. I'm hoping this video is only going to be 15 minutes, maybe. Um, I don't know how long it's going to be. In fact, I'm going to start a stopwatch. Um, uh, so that, you know, if you haven't had time to watch the long live streams, uh, this is just cherry picking the best bits of the week. And everything I refer to and show you on screen in this video is linked to below. So uh, every single thing that can be linked to, I have linked to below and you can find it. And just before we jump into those five facts on Friday, um, a little announcement, which is that I have, I'm trialing so in addition to all of the free videos and live streams that I'm doing, um, I've been trying to solve the problem about the overwhelming number of private messages that I get and requests for individual help on individual circumstances. Now, I can't do that in all the free live streams because uh, they are sort of too, too specific, some of the questions. Um, I also can't just answer them all one-to-one. -one. There are just too many. I can't do it. And I wish I could because some are really, really interesting. But what I am doing is I'm going to trial I have, in fact, started trialing for a maximum of 50 people. Uh, and at the point of recording this, I've already got 25 of you signed up. A uh, and, and this is because I'm going to perhaps trial different kinds of, of, of these paid groups. I'm trialing a first-time buyer's private membership group of a maximum of 50 people uh, where I will be doing paid live streams, Q&As, for members only of that group answering everybody's questions i will also answer any private messages of people who are a member of that group um i'm starting it off on, on the experimental version at 10 pounds a month and you get access to those uh member only live stream q a's access to um early access to the best agent data that i put out in the housing market and i will promise to answer the private messages of anybody in that group now i don't know how it's going to go don't know if it's going to work. If it works, we'll unlock the gates and let more people sign up. And then maybe do one just for sellers as well. So we'll have sort of specialist groups. Maybe it'll turn from a first-time buyer group into an any buyer group. Uh, it depends if there's, again, I'll be relying on the feedback very much. Um, and if it doesn't work, I'll, I'll stop and, you know, and, we, and we, we, we'll bin it. But you've got to try these things out and see what happens. Because I've got to, the group is growing so quickly. I mean, as, as you'll see in a minute, uh, in fact, I'll start off by just showing you my top most viewed video in the last week. Um, was my live stream about housing market collapses well underway with over 10,000 views in a week. I've had over 53,000 views this week. So, and I'll link to that video in the description below um, so you can watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, I also thought it was interesting to see that on Twitter, uh, the top tweet in February, 121,000 impressions. And the relevance of this tweet is that I am trying to help get sellers and buyers closer together on price. The market will find itself, depending on where you are. But this was a, a tweet where I tweeted this graph to say, uh, 
if you're holding out for last year's prices, this graph might help change your mind. And this theme's gonna come on to what's happening in, in this video as well. But without further ado, let me actually get into the top five points from this week. And with point number one, I also, at the beginning of the week, which was Friday today, but at the beginning of the week, um, I released, um, sorry, let me change the page. Here we are, I'll share this tab instead. There we go. So I released some best agent data. And I did, I wrote a blog about it, which will be linked below. Uh, and the blog contains the video as well. And what we found was, and this is point number one, that newly listed homes are outnumbering sale agreed homes four to one. Okay, now that is, uh, that's based on the best agent data that, that is uh, on this tab here. I'll show this as well so you can see it. Um, so we scour, and we're just England and Wales at the moment, we're the whole of England and Wales for all properties available for sale and to let, and we analyze the ones that are listed as for sale, and we analyze the ones that are listed as under offer or sold subject to contract to try to interpret what's happening a little bit. And what we found um, in the most recent study, which I put out on Monday, was that the number of new homes had gone up by about five, uh, four, five, four and a half thousand it was, whereas the number of sale agreed homes had only gone up 1,000. The average and median asking prices both increased. The average price only increased a little bit, but the median price increased by about 2% on asking unsold homes, okay? Um, but the median averages on the sold stuff didn't increase, which implies that there's more higher value property coming onto the market and not selling. And the prices of stuff that is selling is not rising. And actually, my interpretation of that is that, is that agreed prices are falling. <coughs> so that's point number one. That, that's fact number one of five of the week, okay? Which implies damn pressure on prices. And I think uh, sellers should be paying attention to that. Let's crack on to number two. So on Tuesday, I think it was, uh, Nationwide released their monthly house price index data, uh, the full PDF of which is linked to below in the description. Um, and it revealed that UK house prices are sliding at their sharpest annual pace since 2012. Okay. Uh, it's the first time they've turned negative, and I think the significance of that is that people who don't really pay close attention to the housing market are going to go, well, year-on-year -year house prices are up. So, oh, suddenly, year-on-year -year house prices aren't up. Suddenly, year-on-year -year house prices are down. For all the people who aren't paying attention, I think it's going to be a little bit of a shock. And um, I put, so there's this interesting, yeah, I put a tweet out with a graph from that. And the interesting uh, point about this tweet, where I, where I sort of, sarcastic going here's that blip in house prices and you can see that very very sharp fall that graph is not prices that graph is annual growth year on year percentage growth okay and it's dropped very sharply from nearly 15 percent down to minus one percent in february now the interesting about that in, about that tweet which i will link to below so you can go see the thread underneath it was the number of what i call the investor types the ones that have a vested interest in prices rising who responded to that going well, that's a misleading graph. It's a misleading graph because it makes it look like house prices are falling and it's just 1%. It's just 1%. It's not a big deal. Which I found really interesting because you know it quite clearly says annual falls and it says house pricing year on year and it shows percent on the side graph. Uh, and this is the Nationwide Building Society as the source of that data. 
But if you're interested, go and see what the investment community had to say about that graph. They thought it was misleading. I don't think it is misleading. I think that actually, for for it, it actually spells particularly bad news. If they, you know, if you are in the investment community and thinking about investing in property, well, you're not going to invest in it right now, are you? But of course, people with existing portfolios, this isn't good news. There's some pushback. I can't tell whether it's whether they know they're pushing back or whether actually it's sort of that op- optimism bias. Well, no, 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 it's, it's not a big deal. And the investment community is still kind of behind the curve and catching up on what's actually happening at the coalface. Because again, don't forget, that data is a few months old. That's nationwide data released on the 1st of March for what we think is about 10 to 12 weeks, so two to three months old. So you're still talking about November, December, right? And we're now in March. House prices have not gone up since December. That is that is continuing to go down. Right, onwards, onwards, onwards. So that's point number two. Point number three. So I will link to the page where you can see these, these rates yourself. These are the Sonia swaps, okay? And these are the mortgage market borrowing rates where mortgage lenders can borrow money and these are the rates that they can borrow them at and they borrow for the specific products that they're lending against. And what you can see here, uh, and I think this is quite a big point, is that in the last month, so yeah, so since the 2nd of February, 2023, the two-year rate has gone from 3.75% to almost 4.5% in a month. That's a 0.75, almost 0.75 increase. And the five-year rate has gone slightly over 0.5. So from 3.25% a month ago to just over 4%. And these are creeping up daily at the moment, just small increments, but they are creeping up daily. And the relevance of this is it means that mortgages are going to, mortgage rates are going to creep up and they're going to get higher. Okay. Now, all of these are just facts. Okay. actually going to result in house a downward or upward pressure on house prices on to number four january mortgage approvals so uk mortgage approvals fall to levels seen in last seen in the 2009 housing crash um, and going straight onto this graph um, now if you i will link to all these bloomberg articles Bloomberg is behind a paywall, but if you haven't seen before, I think you can get a free month. So you can get 30 days free to see your, to see these Bloomberg articles if you want to. And it's worth doing. But look at that. This this genuinely surprised me that, that January mortgage levels were even lower than December mortgage levels. That did surprise me. That's And that is point number four. Okay. Uh, and again, form your own conclusions on that. That's the fact. Make your own opinion up. Um, at the end of the video, I'll be doing some of my own opinion on, on all of this. And point number five, house builders uh, all gave job cuts and profits warnings. Uh, now, some people think this means that there's going to be upward pressure on house prices, but let's just let's just have a, a quick look at this, okay? So, um, home builder Vistra to cut hundreds of jobs amid music UK housing slump. Um, so, 200 job cuts for that company. Rival Taylor Wimpy also wanted job blocks, but I wanted you to read this paragraph here. Persimmon PLC said this week that it's likely to sell no more 
than 9,000 homes this year compared with almost 15,000 in 2022. So that's they're forecasting 6,000 fewer homes in 2022, which is that's a sort of 40% drop they're forecasting. Okay, and they tend to be optimistic with their forecast. It could be even worse, but that's that is what Persimmon said in their own statement. And Taylor Wimpy, the other large home builder, is warning of a sales slump and also planning to cut jobs in 2023. Now. Whilst it is true that in the long run, if they stop building and they therefore reduce the supply of new homes, that will ease downward pressure on prices. In the short term, what they're doing is only because they're expecting demand to be so low for so long. If they thought the demand was going to pick up, they keep building. So they're going to be mothballing. In fact, I've, I've had people telling me that they've been mothballing building sites. And in my mind, I mean, those are the facts. Persimmon and Taylor Wimpy are, are calling far lower sales in this year. Uh, so you can make up your own opinion about what you think that means for the market. So those are the five facts on Friday. And now I'd like to balance out those facts because. Too many facts can be a bit, a bit, a bit, uh, a bit dry, can't they? Should we have some opinion on these facts? So, in the nationwide house price index, I'll just enlarge this so you can see it in full. I want to read you where next. So, what their projection is, and the quote from the nationwide February annual house price report is: "It will be hard." for the market to regain much momentum in the near term, since economic headwinds look set to remain relatively strong. With the labour market widely expected to weaken as the economy shrinks in the quarters ahead, while mortgage rates remain well above the lows prevailing in 2021. Now, these are people, these are guys who don't like putting out negative stuff. So for them to be saying something that harsh in their monthly house price report, I think is is quite a big deal. And the other thing I wanted to bring your attention to is that there's a story on Bloomberg about the UK workforce crisis to get worse due to changing demographics. So risk of ongoing worker shortages and stickier inflation. Now, the reason for bringing this up is that one of the only uh, arguments I've been presented with about something that might stop house prices falling is, well, if inflation does come down and they can therefore lower interest rates, do you, Charlie, think that that's going to uh, stop house prices falling? Now, um, yeah, well, the answer to that question is, if inflation falls faster than expected, then they will be able to lower interest rates sooner than expected. And that will limit the downside. It will not stop it. It will, it will certainly reduce the downside. But articles like this reinforce my view about the economy that inflation is not going to be for inflation will come down, but not fast enough, uh, which is why both in America and in Europe, uh, inflation um, factors are being cited as unexpectedly strong and high. And therefore, both American and European markets are expecting central bank rates to actually be higher and maybe go higher than forecast. And, you know, and that's that's the whole world looking like that. So my opinion on all of this is 
like, just so you know, my goal is to make moving easier. Whether you're buying, whether you're selling, I don't mind. It's my, my goal here is to help people who want to move, move. So if you're a first-time buyer, you want to buy a home, I want to help make that happen. If you're a seller that needs to sell a home and move into another one, I want to help make that happen. And, and everything I'm giving telling you here is what I think is necessary to help moves happen, whatever the market is doing. Now, of course, when it's clear that prices are falling sharply, buyers are going to be less likely to pay high prices. There are buyers out there getting messaging me every day saying, oh my God, I wish they'd accept my price because I want to buy their home, but they've just they got their head stuck in the clouds about value. And I think what's going to happen now is that sellers are going to continue to start seeing these headlines and eventually they're going to realise and eventually more is coming off the market. And I spoke to a state agent this week in the Northwest, which is one of the areas that's lagging in house price falls. And they said that they're anticipating a lot more property coming onto the market in the next few months. And I think that gradually the panic selling, I don't think it's actual panic. I think it's going to be people going, whoops, we've left it too late. We better get on the market quickly. Now, don't forget that stock levels are already up 50 or 60% on this time last year, according to Rightmove and Zoopla. So supply is already higher and demand is already lower. Just look at those new mortgage approvals, right? Demand is lower. Supply is higher. Demand is lower. That is a mathematical downward effect on house prices. Now, because I want people to move, I want sellers to avoid the mistake of thinking that their house is worth more than it is and avoid the mistake of lowering your price but not enough and just chasing the market down and to, and to avoid the mistake of waiting too long until the, the sort of avalanche of sales that I think is coming later this year will happen and wishing that they'd moved sooner. So if you are a seller and you need to sell or want to sell and you want to move this year, move fast, pick an amazing agent, price aggressively, get bids competing. And if you're a buyer, I think your time is coming and gradually your patience is going to start paying off as more and more sensibly priced properties will begin trickling onto the market. And what you need to be doing if you're a buyer is get out there and get ahead and be, if if you're impatient to be in a new home, you don't need to wait for the bottom of the market. You just need to wait for that one property that you love that's in your budget where the seller's being realistic and you can buy it sooner than the rest, okay? You want to be, if you're watching this channel, you are probably a forward-thinking buyer. A lot of buyers will, will get deals later on, but what do you want to do? Do you want to wait for the bottom or do you want to get a home that you love and good? You know what? That's a price I'm happy to pay now. Let's get in sooner rather than later. The only way that happens is if you are out there viewing and you've got to be in it to win it. I hate that cliche, right? But you've got to be at the cold face in the right place at the right time when that property comes up. There is no guaranteed formula. It, it's hard work buying a home. And the best way to get ahead is to invest the time, get into the market, get into the agents, getting agents to make sure that they know that you are serious so that when those problems come along, your bid is taken more seriously than others. Okay, that will work for you. Right, guys, um, I hope that was handy. That's been 18 minutes or so, 19 minutes. Uh, keep it under 20 minutes. I hope that's a useful end of week wrap up. Um, this is not replacing anything else. I'm going to try and do this every week. Um, I will still be doing live streams. Next one, possibly Sunday evening. Um, and uh, give me your feedback. And if it isn't already sold out, then join my first time buyers club, 10 quid a month, up to 50 people at the time of recording. 25 people have joined um, and you guys will get to keep that rate in per, you know, if it ends up continuing you board from early move you're going to 
cash. I think that the, the if we get it right, the price is probably going to be fifty to twenty quid a month um, if it works out. <coughs> Excuse me. Thanks for watching, guys. Follow me on Twitter for daily updates. Uh, if you're looking for a home or an agent, check out bestagent.co.uk. Um, and otherwise, thanks for following. Thanks for watching. And give me a feedback. I'll see you in the next video. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye.